Hello everybody, my name's Jed Shepherds, and today we are talking heavy metal horror apparently. So we'll be talking about uh, music and uh, horror's influence upon it. And I've got some great guests with me. I've got Sean Hudson, who you may have seen a couple of times today on this stage. And I've got Danny Filth from Cradle of Filth. Amazing! <laughs> It's crazy. So, um, as thanks, ma'am. <laughs> uh, Sean, I've spoken to you quite a lot today, so I'll save you yeah, for a second. Too much, yeah. Danny, so you've got a new album out. Yep. Yeah, Crypto. Cryptoriana. Cryptoriana. Just go for easier titles, <laughs> yeah. shouldn't I? Imagine what it's like when you're abroad. <laughs> and that's kind of influenced by kind of the Victorian kind of scene, and absolutely, yep. Well, I just. I just thought that it was uh, when struggling to come up with an idea, because this is our 12th album. Yeah. Um, and I think it's my own fault for, for hinging uh, every album around a concept. So yeah. people come to expect it now, so I can't get away with just doing a regular album. <laughs> um, very much like King Diamond. Yeah. And uh, this time I was really thinking about what we're going to do. And I was reading a bunch of stuff like E.F. Benson and Robert Louis Stevenson nice. and Ryder Haggard and stuff mm-hmm. like that at the time. And I just thought, well, this is perfect, you know, because it, Victorian era was a real hotbed of uh, morbidity. Of course, yeah. I mean, it was even in the fashion sense at the yeah. time, you know, after, uh, in the vein of uh, Queen Victoria's mourning. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just seemed perfect, absolutely perfect. And how does it differ from the previous albums? Because um, I mean, it's got different songs on it and different name. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> well, would you say that your kind of your influences have changed? Has it always been kind of a, a, a kind of a horror element to it, um, a morbidity? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe. Um, well, I think that was the purpose of this chat, wasn't it? It yeah. was about horror and metal and rock, you know, um, all going hand in hand. It's true. Um, and that very much applies to what we've been doing. I've always been into horror movies. Yeah. Well, monster movies when I, when I was a kid, and then that sort of grew into... And then I saw Thriller. <laughs> I saw uh, a little bit of John Landis's, you know, American Wealth in London, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to see it. Yeah. After that, I was shit scared. Um, my dad, <laughs> so Michael Jackson, your biggest influence. Watched it on my own. <laughs> yeah. And it's supposed to be a, a black comedy, but when you were like sort of seven, eight years old, and you got all the dream sequences. Oh, and scary as hell, yeah. Literally terrified me. And after that, I was smitten. Was that your first experience with horror, um, American Werewolf in London, or are there other horror films around the time that kind of got you into that genre in particular? Well, it was. What makes me laugh nowadays, um, I remember, because I did um, a lot of research into it for, for, for a book, Yeah. Um, and uh, there was, I think, the uh, very famous Black Friday, where a lot of people were arrested for owning X-rated movies, yeah. and then you look at some of the titles, uh, like Zombie Flesh Eaters, mm-hmm. and uh, what, whatever, you know, it was Cannibal Holocaust and all that stuff, yeah. And you look at the, the graphic... De- Stuff that they, you know, were literally saying, well, this, you know, the eye-popping scene and, <laughs> and what have you. It is so tame. You can see that within a trailer for The Walking Dead now. It's true, yeah. I mean, we've literally come along in leaps and bounds and realised it is about escapism. And do you think it's, uh, back in those days, do you think the kind of sense of danger and the kind of sense of other um, influenced the musicians at the time to kind of put that into their music? Um, like, so how did you start the band? Well, I, 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 all I can say was I think that just going 
uh, from my own experience that horror movies and uh, the supernatural, the occult, uh, horror novels and everything, it is about escapism. Yeah. Metal was, a, when I first discovered metal, it was, it was like seeing the perfect marriage. Yeah. Because I first got Merciful Fate and Iron Maiden and I saw the album covers and ACDC if you have blood, mm-hmm. if you want yeah. blood, sorry, and instantly there was that attraction there and I thought, wow, this is great. This, you know, this is exactly what I want. Uh, before that, I was into stuff like Ultravox <laughs> and it just didn't kind of measure up. Do you know what I mean? I, I like goth music as well. But yeah. I love the way they looked, but it just didn't kind of grab it for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just didn't, it wasn't visceral enough. So what, so what made you kind of have the band's image and the music as dark as it is and as kind of, I mean, I, I think it's gone a bit lighter in, in, in recent years, but um, what's kind of made you keep up with that kind of horror theme? Well, I just live it. Really. Yeah. I just, yeah, if, uh, if well, you around be... my house, you just, you'd understand <laughs> yeah. why she hates it. No, she loves it, but she hates it at the same time. <laughs> and, and you're, um, like, you're a big um, metal fan. I am, yeah, despite yeah. the fact of my hair's now short, but yeah, I am, yeah. <laughs> uh, were you ever a fan of Cradle of Filth? Yeah, of course, a fan? yeah. Yeah, yeah well, Danny's nearly, he's not as old as me, obviously, nobody is, <laughs> but you know, it's, uh, I think we grew up more or less the same way, like you say, and I think that, I was just thinking you were saying about the um, video nasties that were, seized at a certain time and one of those was also Monty Python and the Holy Grail of course was it really? Is yeah it yeah, sir, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, the flesh wound bit yeah well yeah that's it yeah but it, that I think that really shows how ridiculous that, that whole thing was um, they were just basing that on, on the titles of the film if you actually watch the movies the movies are actually as you said quite tame compared to the stuff yeah. you, can see, you can see now well, that's what I'm saying uh, it was a perfect example the other day of how things are coming along the new Star Trek, yeah. not a Trekkie, by the way. <laughs> the new, whoops, <laughs> the new Star Trek. They said fucking it. They did, oh, yeah. Yeah, you I can say that. It. I mean, yeah. Star Trek, for God's sake. What do you think? Uh, as an aside, what do you think of the new Star Trek? I quite like it. This yeah, particular yeah, series. It's, it's, it's less Star Trek. That's what it's I'm less Star Trek. More horror. It's got monsters in it, and the monsters. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and, Sh- and Sean, what kind of got you into the, the whole kind of like metal scene? And Well, I, I was going to say when Danny was talking earlier, I think the thing with rock music and the thing with horror is that we're both outcast from the businesses that we choose to be a part of. <laughs> you know, like the music business fucking hates heavy metal. Yeah. And it hates horror. And the publishing business hates horror. Yeah. It always has. And I think that's another thing that drew fans of the two together. It's like, well, yeah. they don't like us for the music we listen to. They don't like us for the books we read. So, fuck it, we'll band together and, you know. But, but saying that, I think there is a resurgence in horror. And I can give another example. I mean, it's just a, a bit of a lame example. I went to see two movies this week. Okay. I saw Thor. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Which was amazing. You know, was Anyone like, here seen Thor yet? Nice. <laughs> so, it's like the new Flash Gordon. Yeah, yeah. But then I saw Jigsaw yesterday. Yeah. And bearing in mind it is an 18, so even though it's half term, you're not going to get kids in there. Mm-hmm. It was busier yeah. than the, the Thor movie. Yeah. Uh, which I, which I, you know, this was in the middle of the afternoon as well. It's the genius of, 
or well, I'm not sure you're a massive fan of, of James 1, but James 1 has the ability to take um, old horror tropes, well, none of these films are original, and make them blockbusters, um, pay very little to make them, and then make them world beaters. Um, and like you say, there is a resurgence in horror right now. You've got it. Strange things can be seen as a horror, I guess, in, in certain parts. Um, and that potentially could affect the way music um, um, is kind of um, taken in. And you may find that bands are a little bit more influenced with horror come come to the But they actually, the when they, they just brought out, a, a, well, just brought out, that's how far behind the times were, a, like a, a Michael Jackson collective called Scream, I believe. Okay, Scream. yeah. So they sort of themed it around horror images, which obviously only Thriller really is. Yeah. Uh, they had a song called Scream with them, uh, Jackson 5, I think. Yeah. And, yeah, I think there is definitely a market for it. I think the actual brutal truth of it is that when people come to hear it, they go, ooh. Yeah. Or it's the opposite, that people never get to hear it, because like, you, like Sean says, mm-hmm. it's a bit of a bugbear. In a, and so... You, if you're conditioned to always, all you ever hear, you listen to the local radio and all you ever hear is Shania Twain and I don't know why it's said Shania Twain, <laughs> but you know, pop music, yeah. then that's, you're going to be conditioned to always listen to that. Mm-hmm. If somebody was to be introduced, you know, when people hear Metallica or Slipknot and it gets into the charts, you yeah. find a lot of people just go, wow, I've never heard anything mm-hmm. like this before. Yeah. It sort of, you know, appeals to my palate. Yeah, but I think that, you say that though, Dan, I think that's because people prejudge metal people who've never heard it say, oh, that's bloody, that's rubbish. It's like, well, well, why don't you try listening to it every change? And probably the same people who would say, oh, no, I'll never listen to Metallica. It's like, oh, well, that one's in the charts. That's about number five. Oh, yeah, I like that, yeah. It's it's because people prejudge. They prejudge the music and they prejudge the novels as well. And the film's do really good. I mean, the number of people that that over the years I've heard say, oh, I don't read your stuff because I don't read horror. It's like, well, have you ever tried? Yeah. You know, and it's, it's the same with people who, oh, I don't listen to heavy metal. Well, why don't you maybe give it a go? You know, yeah. you know why don't you chuck out your One Direction fucking albums and try listening to some proper music? <laughs> that, is, that is pure horror, though. Isn't <laughs> that, that is, is very horrific, that is. That's, sick, that's sickening. That's far more disgusting than anything we get with it. I do know lots of people who say, oh, I don't watch horror, because I'm, I'm a horror writer. And they go, oh, no, well, I mean, I like you, but I don't, I don't, I'm not going to watch any of your stuff. And you just think, why won't you just give it a chance? It's, it's like yeah. me saying I won't watch Meg Ryan movies, because I won't. But it's, it's prejudice for no reason. Horror, horror movies are the most inventive movies there are. All of the big directors started off in horror. You've got Spielberg, you've got James Cameron. All of these guys, start their first film were horror. Um, and I think now people are starting to appreciate it. And like when you go see a movie like It, and it's just packed out for like weeks on end, um, I know it's, it's quite cheesy, but it kind of like like lifts my heart a little bit to the, the fact that horror is getting popular. And hopefully that kind of filters down to the other kind of forms of entertainment, books, magazines, and music. Um, is there any uh, particular horror films that you've seen recently, besides the two you mentioned, that have kind of inspired you to create? Well, I've always been a big fan of the big budget gothic horror, so I really, nice. it's a bit cheesy, but I love Coppola's Dracula. Oh, it's amazing, yeah, yeah. And I think that's because it was coupled with an amazing film score. Yeah. The film score, apart from Star Wars, was literally <laughs> the first time I ever sort of went, 
wow, you know, I, and I went out and bought, and since then I've just been in love with sound. I listen to soundtracks more while I do metal. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a soundtrack stage, by the way? I don't know. Can I, can I get in on it? But I know that you did the soundtrack to Mother of Tears, right? The Argento film. Yeah, yeah, the, the Argento. Um, not the greatest film I've ever seen. No. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, it's part of the, the, the trilogy, but um, has there been any other kind of movies that you've, you've liked recently? Horror movies? Has there been anything that's inspired us recently? Yeah. I just repeated your question. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, you know, a prerequisite of being in a band. Not going <laughs> yeah. to actually hear anything anymore. <laughs> I saw Get Out. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was really novel because a little bit sick of the you know the, the paranormal investigation anything with a camcorder basically yeah which brings me to a film I saw last week uh, called and I can't it was that good I can't remember The Ritual oh I saw that I saw that a couple of weeks ago as well which was which was brilliant because I like A that. I love anything like Neil Mar- anything that's got Sean Pertwee in or it's British <laughs> it's yeah. just amazing and uh, it's got along the same premise as the Blair Witch Project yeah but without the annoying American woman in it <laughs> and the found footage yeah. and, and the fact that you actually do get to see this monster as the well. monster's great big practical effects have you seen the ritual? yeah I, I, I agree I, I think it was really good I, yeah. I went in more or less intending to hate it because yeah. I thought it's going to be like a sort of lads movie with yeah. a bit of horror I was, very, I was very impressed I must admit yeah. I really like the scenes where in the forest he's like having visions yeah. of the of the shop where his friend died. Oh, it's brilliant, sort of, visually. Which totally reminds me of like the setup in American Werewolf. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, you're right. And yeah. I think even Tom Cruise, whose favourite film is American Werewolf as well, yeah. paid homage to it in his new film, The Mummy. Okay. Um, by having his dead friend sort of visit. Appear to him, yeah, that. that's true, yeah. But that's another good sign as well. I mean, cheesy as they were, the fact you've got Johnny, you know, they're bringing this whole dark universe. Yeah. Um, I think that's been cancelled because they've just cancelled Bride, Bride of uh, Frankenstein. I think that was the next they've one. They've cancelled it. Yeah, they've cancelled it. Johnny Depp's doing The Invisible Man. Yeah. The, the creature from the Black Lagoon, which would be amazing. I Who's imagine. playing the, the creature? Uh, Hilary Duff. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled that from nowhere. <laughs> I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think. Despite the fact the mummy was all right, mm-hmm. and then the, the, the first one was that Dracula Untold, which, which I didn't mind actually. Are you going to say it's crap? Nothing awful. What's wrong with you? Dracula Untold, yeah. yeah. I thought it was terrible. I, I, I must admit, I am living in fear of the rest of the Dark Universe. Oh, I, I, I just got a horrible feeling after the mummy that the creature from the Black Lagoon is going to ride a bloody jet ski and be a spy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really worried about it. I do think, I think that universe is dead now because I think the mummy lost so much money they don't want to take a chance anymore yeah. unless Blumhouse do it for like but five pence. What I'm saying is it's a platform to steer people in the right direction. Yeah. All the kids are getting into the universal monsters you know, and they'll have the memorabilia and stuff. Yeah, but, but, exactly but Dan, they're, they're not the monsters that we knew. I mean, the mummy... Or, I mean, she, I mean, I actually think she's quite good, so I hope you would tell her, but that's nothing like the mummies that we grew up with, is it? I no. mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it should be as somebody called well, it. Well, it's less CGI. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's, it's like, I know you know, Lon Chaney and Boris Karloff and Christopher Lee weren't that terrifying to a younger audience, you know, in, no, in bandages, yeah, but, then. you know, I, I just, I don't know, I just, I, I have really, really bad feelings about that, what they do. But that's the platform that I grew up on. Was yeah. I remember uh, BBC Two, they had like three channels, BBC Two, they'd have a like monster movie every Thursday yeah. about yeah. six o'clock. Yeah. Like, Creature from Boggy, you know, 
Boggy Creek or yeah. uh, Gorgo or something like yeah. that. And then they'd, you know, they'd have Universal Horror or Hammer Horror on a Monday night. And that was just, you know, that's where it began. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. It's like the nucleus. Yeah. Talking yeah. of Hammer Horror, we, we spoke in the, in the previous thing that you've uh, done the novelizations for some Hammer Horror. Yeah, yeah I um, did um, X the Unknown, Revenge of Frankenstein, and Twins of Evil. Yeah, just, yeah. just great movies. Which I loved, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, and I didn't change them. There's no point. If you're, if you're given three classics like that, yeah. then you really shouldn't mess around with them. Yeah, so you've got I did three of the best. Apart from Twins of Evil, what were the other two? Uh, I did X the Unknown. Unknown. Um, and uh, Bride of, uh, Bride of Frank, so Revenge of Frankenstein, <laughs> which is my favourite Hammer um, Frankenstein. I love that. That's great. Um, the what, what are your particular kind of? If, if someone in the audience right now wanted to start with Hammer, because yeah. it's really hard to get people into Hammer now. I've, I tried to get Brides of Dracula, Bride of, Brides of Brides Dracula, of, yeah, Brides of Dracula. Um, maybe the two faces of Dr. Jekyll which is okay. not so well known um, and Play of the Zombies I'd say wow, three okay. best and, and possibly Kiss of the Vampire yeah. and uh, so I mean we, we haven't spoken about how you actually got into horror yourself yeah. what was it about horror that kind of got you hooked I don't, um, same, what age? Same, same as what Danny was saying yeah. I, when I was a kid I used to watch it you know, like you'd have a late night or a film, one of the old Universal ones or a Hammer mm. one, and I used to sit up and watch those. And I don't know what it was. I mean, the, I mean well, my mum did take me to the pictures when I was five to see the Hammer remake of Phantom of the Opera, which gave nice. me nightmares. Thanks, mum. Um, but it just—I don't know. There was just something in it that spoke to me. You know, yeah. I just thought oh, that's what I wanted. What I want to do. Because I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's like it feels like you're doing something dangerous and doing something wrong. Like um, you find a VHS and it's got like a scary type name on it. But he's got to remember those smoky little video stores. Yeah. We, we yeah. lived in a village and we had two of them. <laughs> and they yeah, always stunk of cigarette smoke. And you'd always yeah. like, even though you, there were all these like great titles, you went, oh wow, you know, wow, it looks great, and it wasn't. They'd always go, you should look, you know, yeah. check this one out behind yeah. the counter. And that just seems to be a prerequisite for every every video store across England. Yeah. I mean, I've got real nostalgia for walking to a video store and just seeing shelves full of really brightly uh, and amazing illustrated covers uh, because there was no internet and uh, that was the only way you could kind of, they could entice you to watch that movie, even though the picture on the cover was never what was in yeah, the film. Yeah. <laughs> much like a lot of the ham horror ones as well. Um, and do you, are there any bands out right now, as we're meant to kind of be talking about music a bit, any bands out now that you feel are kind of embracing horror in the right way? Um, are you a fan of Creeper, by any chance? Do you know Creeper? Creeper. Do you know that band? Uh, I've heard of them. I... Yeah. So their whole thing is they're really stylized. Every video is kind of uh, in sequence to this kind of like epic horror movie, and every video is kind of a part of that horror movie about this kind of slasher character following them around. Um, and each song kind of plays into this whole kind of narrative. I think it's really clever. Um, I'm not. It's a little bit pop, I would say, because it's trying to. Pl- Played for the widest possible audience, but they definitely have a lot of horror tropes in there. Any creeper fans in, in the crowd? Just me then. Okay, excellent. <laughs> um, yeah. So, are, are there any bands that you particularly kind of fond of that kind of embrace horror? I think Ghost are probably the uh, yeah. the best example, just because when you get to hear them, you know, like my mum went, "Wow, really like it's a bit like Abba, isn't it?" <laughs> Um, and I think they're reaching a wide audience mm-hmm. for what you know for what they essentially are. Yeah. Um, and I, I first got into them 
uh, from an Amazon recommendation and went on tour and forgot that I'd ordered the CD. And when I came back three months later, I listened to it and went, wow, told everybody about it. You've got to listen to this band. And they're like, yeah, we know. You know, they were on the front cover of Kerrang. Yeah. Where have you been, loser? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think they've taken that sort of King Diamond yeah. sort of satanic sermon mm-hmm. uh, horror sensibility to a, to a whole new level, I think. Yeah. And also, do you think... So, so people who are outside the kind of uh, metal genre, who don't listen to it, all they kind of see is bands dressed up uh, with horror kind of... I mean, similar to you, but even, even more so... Um, and the, the, do you think it's hard for an outsider to penetrate? What's what's the kind of the gateway drug to getting into metal? Is there a particular band or song or album you could suggest that would get people into? Well, it depends what people are into, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, what, what you know, what any what, of yours, for instance? Well, I got into it through <laughs> Merciful Fate, but that's not like a common. You know, yeah, that's not a common album. I guess a lot of people get into metal nowadays via. Slipknot, Metallica. I'm not recommending. Either. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, both bands are good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the popular. Have you got any kind of band recommendations that you'll you... say ACDC? I'm, I'm just I'm appallingly out of touch with modern, <laughs> with modern metal. I'm, I'm still I still play bloody Wasp and Iron Maiden and nice. all that in the kind of like eighties albums. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Wasp played last night in London. Did I think. They? Yeah, yeah, oh, it did, yeah. Yeah, Wasp played Norwich last night. Did they? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, Blackie Laws is starting to look like one of the. Uh, Living Dead. <laughs> well, I was going to say something else. And the Nolan sisters. <laughs> um, but you have kind of like delved yourself into the kind of world of films. Um, so you've you've been in a couple, a couple, a couple, yeah, couple yeah. of movies. So what what were they? You got one called Realm of the Dead, A Cradle of Fear. Realm of the well, Realm of the Dead's a cartoon movie. Oh, okay. Uh, it's only a bit part where I play a professor. <laughs> I know, bizarre. Isn't it? <laughs> Uh, of the occult, okay, in brackets, um, which comes out next year, and I, I dread seeing it. Cause really, <laughs> I ain't looking at myself anyway. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but on you animated? Are you animated in the in the film? Not in the professor one. No, oh, okay. in the realm of the damned. I need right, okay. Strangely enough, to play a vampire overlord. <laughs> I don't know why they picked you. Yeah, just... <laughs> I know. It's so weird. Um, and if you could be in a movie. Um, what kind of movie would you want to be in? And what kind of one that earns me loads of money? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one that Harvey uh, Weinstein's <laughs> got nothing to do with. That's hard. Is he's got a finger in everything <laughs> and the movies. But what? <laughs> what? Um, uh, if, if you could, if you could pick a movie that you've possibly seen recently, is there something that you've um, maybe a character that you've seen that you might want to play? Um, like, for instance, in the Mummy, did you want to play Tom Cruise's character or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or um, is there anything kind of that you've watched in the past where you think Cradle of the Filth well, we're going back to the, the Hammer Horror thing I yeah. was watching Captain Kronos Vampire Hunter oh it was great one? yeah 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 and I was thinking some of these old films you could if, if somebody was you know because they do it all the time if somebody would say I want to take that and I want to use it as a template because it's great but it's just a little bit cheesy in places yeah uh, and bring it up to date kicking and screaming into I imagine Netflix would do that yeah. sort of thing there are, there are a couple of Hammer movies definitely that being one of them yeah I think that'd be a great series actually 
Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... One of the things I, I do is, like, write things... I was trying to write a vampire film, but no one wants it. Um, you know, The Highgate Vampire, do you know that story? Um, I don't know if anyone knows The Highgate Vampire story, but it's about these two British vampire hunters that kind of got together um, to fight this vampire in the 70s. And it's a true story. And they just used to slam-talk each other in, in, like, the tabloids in the 70s. And they still fight each other on the internet right now about... Uh, faking vampire photographs. It's a really interesting story, um, and no one's touched touched upon it yet. I wanted to do one called Jekyll and Heidi. <laughs> By day, he's, he's quite an affluent Victorian doctor, but at night, he's a raging transsexual. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an Ed Wood film. <laughs> I think it'd be a massive hit. <laughs> Um, and Sean, you're obviously kind of like best known for your horror books and your horror work. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've talked about it before, um, but I love talking about slugs. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is the third time in like two hours you've talked about slugs. Yeah. So, um, if anyone... No, no rock music on the soundtrack, though. Th- there isn't, no. No. Nah. If, if you had to explain slugs to someone... Uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> but it did get made into a film... I mean, it's not it's not as bad as I always make out. It. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fun, yeah. you know, but there's not really a lot you can say about slugs, to be honest. You know, apart from that, they're sliming about and yeah. they, they eat you. Well, they do in, in that film. Because <laughs> you would think, if you saw a slug coming towards you, even if it was a killer slug, you could just kind of, like, walk around it. Well, loads of people... Salt. When, it, when the book came out, loads of people wrote to me and said all you needed to do was sprinkle salt on it. It's like, yeah. well, yeah, but that's not really very dramatic, is it? Having the bloody hero running around sprinkling salt on them. But it, that is what my new film's about on, on um, it's called Salt and that's out next week on Fox <laughs> it's literally about salt Cunningly. Um yeah I mean it's, it's you know it, at the time it worked it's, it's very much an 80s thing if somebody wants to pay me a fortune to remake it I'll be delighted but I'm, I'm not holding my breath um, and you're, you're a fan of Sean's, Sean's work right? absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. How, how did you kind of get into, into his books? Well, uh, my friend's dad used to own a, a bookstore, yeah. and he'd also have lots of books in the in the back that hadn't been put out. <laughs> and uh, I was just rummaging through, and I was reading a bit of Erebus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, pretty gory stuff. <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, as you can imagine, just wow. <laughs> it is pretty graphic. Rock and horror again, you see. Yeah, exactly. It's it closely mixed. Um, you've also spoken earlier about Spawn, yeah. and I, I hadn't... I hadn't read Spawn, but just the, the premise of it. Can, if you can say the premise of it again, what, I just think uh, it's brilliant. Aborted fetuses telepathically killing the women who had them aborted. Genius. Yeah. And, f- <laughs> and feeding on brains while they do it. Yeah, strangely enough, no film company's ever touched that. I'm very surprised Tom Cruise didn't want to film that. I'm really amazed. <laughs> would he have played the aborted fetus or the mother in dressed in drag and be, being a mother? I would think, looking at his performance in The Mummy, he'd probably play one of the fetuses. <laughs> But this is the kind of film, like, horror is kind of um, becoming coming the, the big thing again. And your books are a great treasure trove. Well, no, I'm saying that. I, I think it's been a big thing. So in cinema, it's mm-hmm. been a big thing for about the last ten years. And it's, it, the thing that puzzles and irritates me is that for the first time, I can't, rem- I can't remember a cinematic trend like that that has not spilled over into literature. Because normally, if there's a very successful film, within about six months, you'll have three book, three or yeah. four books coming out that are all very similar. That hasn't happened. Why, why, why do you think that is? Because for the reasons that I was saying earlier on, that horror is still outcast. I mean, it's like, if you look at a film like Mother, I yeah. don't really know why anybody would want to, but if you look at a film like I that... I loved it. 
you know, I hate it, it would have passion, but that's beside the point. But that was marketed as a psychological thriller, yeah. when in a lot of ways it's a horror film. I mean, certainly yeah. looking at the trailer, it's got all the, all the cliches of a classic horror movie, but not at any time did the studio say it's a horror film. Almost mm-hmm. like to call it a horror film would have been to, de- to downvalue it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like if One Direction brought out an album that had a guitar on it, they wouldn't call it heavy metal. It's true. Because the, the people who buy their stuff would go, ooh, Oh, God, God, listen to that. Ooh, it's got musicians in it. Yeah. Harry Styles does think he's, he's a new David Bowie, I've noticed. But like in Mother, they do have like a spoilers, an aborted fetus type scene in it as well. Uh, which, one of the most horrific things I've seen in the mainstream movie. I was shocked. Have you seen Mother? I have, yeah, yeah. It was a bit confusing. <laughs> it was, once you get out and you read, you, you know, read up about it, yeah. you're confused. You want to know what, what you just spent the last two hours watching. Yeah. Uh, you go, oh yeah, I get it now. But it was a bit of a... What did, what did you think of it, Idan? Did you like it? It, it, it? it made me feel like, uh, have you ever been on a, like, uh, not a, you know, like a, a two-day drink-a-thon bender type thing? That's how I felt. <laughs> yeah, like, when yeah. you actually not know where you are, but you feel oh, quite yeah, comfortable yeah. Yeah. And it's like, this is all a bit weird. What's it going it on? did make me feel as if I wanted to start drinking again <laughs> while I was in it, I must admit. But I, I just thought it was incredibly pretentious. And, and then I read that... The, the director said it, when he'd written it, it had poured out of him like a fever dream. I'm like, oh fuck off! Just, you, know, <laughs> you wrote it, mate. Don't, don't, don't big it up. You know, it's just me. I hate pretension. I can't stand. Well, it's um, another thing why horror as well uh, suffers a lot. It's when when you get a franchise like the Hellraiser thing. Yeah. It's never been remade because the, you, you get. The, the powers of be involved in it, and they see that money can be made out of it, and they want to make it as. You know, as I think they're remaking it next year. As friendly as possible, yeah. whereas the author, like Clive Barker, wants to make it as bloodthirsty and horrible yeah. as possible. And so there's a war of attrition, and it's, so it never ever got made, just a, a slew of really low budget. Rubbish, yeah. you know. I recently tricked my way into the Hellraiser house, uh, which is in Cricklewood. I, pret- yeah. I uh, saw it for sale I, I, online, and I just pretended I wanted to buy it and just turned up. Um, I got my friend to pretend she was my wife, and that we were a couple going to buy the Hellraiser house. Um, so we got to go around it. I was making comments about uh, those floorboards look a bit dodgy, look, look a bit stained. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was a great time. That, by all. That, that always puzzled I mean, I'm not a huge Clyde Barker fan. I'm yeah. it. But um, when Hellraiser first came out and reviewers were saying, like, where's it set? And he was going, it's set in purgatory. It's like, no, it's not, Clive. It's set in fucking Cricklewood. Cricklewood, you know, yeah. I, 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 but that, to me, that's just a bit pretentious. Again. Yeah. You know, it's like, it was so... I think Hellraiser is a quintessentially English movie. Yeah. And yet, you know, the guy at Dirty Harry is the dad in it. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't know. But actually, it's just great. There's a story about that, actually. I went to a Hellraiser convention, stumbled nice. on it. Nice. Where was yeah, that? Uh, it was in America. Okay. We were just outside Baltimore, and we'd gone to, we were doing a gig there. And obviously, I know Doug Bradley, mm-hmm. uh, and he's been on a few of our albums. Um, and I was with this radio station, and they said, Did you know your mate Doug Bradley's at this convention down the road? And I'm like, oh, No! And it's the original Hellraiser cast. Oh. We'll take you over there before sound checks. So we went there, had a laugh, but it was great. Literally brilliant. And just before we left, before they shut it about six o'clock, and we were rushing back, and I'm going to reopen it later on. I said, I've really got to go to the loo, because it's an hour's journey. Went to the loo, and the guy, you know, who played the Scorpio killer, yeah. Uncle Frank or yeah. whatever, yeah. 
came into the toilet and he was unzipping his zipper and dragging his leg like that like he, d- like he does in Dirty Harry yeah. wow. and I literally pissed down my leg I was, I was terrified just me and him in the loop on our own bugger that that's great and talking of horror franchises an endearing image isn't it <laughs> what, what is your favourite horror franchise at the moment is there a particular one that you kind of hold close to your heart? Because mine's always been the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, uh, parts one and three. Yeah, the remake incredible. was awful. Oh, it's yeah. just an abomination. Worst thing ever. Yeah. Well, if you could do a remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, you get you should get Robert England to play Freddy still. Um, otherwise, you're losing half the charm. Is there any particular? Just, was, well, as soon as you said that, I was thinking, oh god, I can't, I can't think of anything. Um, there's the Saw franchise. There's the. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like that. I, I, I thought Saw Two was great. I really enjoyed that. But after that, yeah, I just thought no. Which, Saw Two made the most money, actually. Did it by far? Yeah. See, I, I think that scene in Saw Two where the girl has to sweep her hands through the hypodermic needles yeah. is one of the most unwatchable things I've ever seen. It's <laughs> yeah. like, I wish I'd have thought of that. That's great. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I, no, I, I don't like franchises much okay. anyway. You know, I know that's the way that everybody goes there. Yeah. Know, like I you just, have to. Like, yeah. um, have you ever thought about making a kind of a, a franchise out of any of your books? No. Like, <laughs> No. Could, could we see a slug two and three on the cards? Well, I did slugs two. Well, bre- oh, I did you did slug two, didn't you? Yeah, two, yeah. yeah. Um, no, definitely not. No, because I, I only ever envisage one book as like a standalone thing. I mean, it's yeah. be the same with you, Dan. I doubt if you make an album and think, all right, a couple of years later we'll do a sequel, do you? I mean, you know, it's, no, it, no. it's just... You, you didn't think about slugs four, <laughs> snails. This time yeah. we've got houses. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> if the market was there, I'd do it. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not worried about people saying, "Oh, you know, wouldn't sell out." It's like, yeah, for the right amount oh, of yeah, money, I'd sell out like that. Yeah. So that's the thing when you've got a franchise, it's obviously already watered down. Yeah. And you just, you know, it's like the Hellraiser thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it was like the original, fair enough. That's what yeah. you want to do. But the rest of them just pants, really. Just oh, get worse and worse and worse. The ones without Doug Bradley. As well. When Doug Bradley left, what's the point of making those movies anymore? It's just, it's crazy. It's just like a parody of Hellraiser now. Um, um, so are there any particular kind of horror directors that you guys follow and you think kind of um, are the top of their game? I'm, I'm guessing you're going to say Argento? What, well, not, no, not still, actually. He's, <laughs> he's really bad now. That Dracula well, I think film everything was the worst. Now is going to, to Netflix and Amazon Prime and stuff like that. It's serious, because yeah. obviously they, you don't have to invest as much money and... You know, you always get the episode like The Walking Dead where you get the one with all the zombies and the next one will just be about a guy and a teddy bear you know, for the <laughs> entire episode. Yeah, yeah. So they can claw enough money back so the next episode can have some zombies. Yeah. And uh, I think that's the way it's going. And there are so many horror ones. Oh, yeah, that's right. American Horror Story. I think and a lot of people don't like the later seasons, but I, I'm still in it. I'm still invested. And the recent season is brilliant about Donald Trump and his crazy fans. I'm still on season three. Oh, really? The... I think it's better than the last one, actually. What, sorry? I hated the last one. I thought... Um... Oh, the hotel? No, no. Um, was it Roanoke or... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The one, no, the one with Kathy Bates uh, doing the worst English accent in the history yeah. of cinema. Yeah, no, no. I, yeah. I didn't like that at all. The last couple were pretty bad, but um, Horror House, uh, the Asylum, uh, Freak Show, they, they were all, yeah, freak all great. Um, and have you guys seen Legion? The kind of superhero... Kind of like an X-Men spin-off movie called Legion. Um, sorry, not movie, TV show, which is basically a, a horror TV show wrapped up in a superhero kind of vehicle. What's that? It's called Legion. 
Uh, no, I you guys have seen Legion, right? Yeah, it, it's basically a, uh, um, a it tricks you into thinking it's a superhero thing, which really full of horror tropes, real scary stuff, real like freaky stuff. Yeah, well, basically, this is coming to the end of this chat about horror and, and music. Um, is there anything you guys want to kind of like promote and to sell this weekend? Uh, well, our tour starts on Monday, right? Fast. Okay, excellent. Uh, do you have a name for the talk or, the, or anything like that? Pardon? Do you have a name for the tour? Yeah, it's Cradle of Filth Tour. Cradle of Filth Tour, <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and you've got the new album, Crypto... Ugh. I can never say it. Cryptoriana, yeah. Cryptoriana, that's the one. <laughs> um, and you've got a new book out. <laughs> oh, sh- yeah, I have, yeah, yeah. Chase. <laughs> Chase. It's a lot easier to say than Daddy's album. <laughs> and if guys want to kind of find you on social networks, what's the best way to do that? Facebook. Facebook, and you're on Twitter at Cradle of Filth. Um, no. Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, yeah I've, uh, I've seen that. <laughs> and when anybody says anything about old Confounder albums in the shop, go to Amazon. Amazon, yeah. Type in Cradle of Filth. Um, and if they wanted to find your books, you've obviously got a stall here selling your wares. Yeah, there's a, yeah, it is, but I can't actually remember where it is. It's, uh, <laughs> can't I'll find anything here. It's, it's, it's a complete there. maze. There's, there's a bloody great pile of them, you'll see if you can't miss them. <laughs> um, and you, you can be found on your website. Uh, yeah, there's, a, there's an official Hopson. website. There is, a, there is a Twitter feed, but it's not me. It's run by my publisher. Yeah, it's called Real Sean Hudson. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot yeah, of fakes yeah. out but, there. But it's not me. I've got one under a different name for trolling celebrities. <laughs> Who's the best celebrity you've trolled? Besides Danny Phil? Best? No, I don't think the, 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 the words best celebrity don't really go together, do they? So True. We'll skip that. Right, and you guys can find me at Jed Shepherd on Twitter. J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. Post-pop records, post-pop podcasts. And my film Salt is out on Fox on Halloween on Tuesday. Oh, and watch Dawn of the Death online if you want to. That's another horror film I've done. Thanks, guys. See you later. Really appreciate it. Yay.